We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. And I've been listening to 610 since back in the 80s. This is the best combination for afternoon drive time sports radio I've ever heard. Show, Clint, you guys got it going on, man. I really appreciate your show. Best hair at the station, this entire show right here. React to that. Clint, you can put your toes up in the river, my man, and pop that cord light. I love beer. Hey, gentlemen. A show and a Clinton show. I love the show. You guys are great. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. Somebody out there listening right Ooh, now. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. Is that Mike Hot Top? I'm going to kick your ass, Tyler. I'll tell you <laughs> Whoa, what? You're talking all that, man. What's up? How y'all doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Cubeway. Ah, The Drive is live and in color. Clint is back and... Tyler Neon Nipples Milner is back too. We missed you. Good to have you back. Good to be back. Nipples are healed up too, in case you were wondering. Are they? Uh, how the how the uh, how did nipples play in Cabo, man? Man, it was a little rough day one. Honestly, they weren't quite uh, healed up. They were a little neon. Were but, they a topic of conversation? Uh, unfortunately, more so than I expected, That's man. Awesome. Apparently, there's a few gentlemen uh, in my wife's office that uh. Regular listeners. Oh, okay. There you go. So see, day I one. Woo. I was wondering. See, I, I'd get out in front of it. Like, I'd get out in front of it before. Like, listen, guys, I had an issue. That here. was my plan. Get out. Yeah, but they got out in front of you. Yeah, we there got on go. that plane to go to Cabo, and one of the guys that oh, I know. On the plane. Yeah, one of the guys I know from uh, my wife's work, he said, so, uh, hey, man, your nipple's going to be okay? Oh. Ah, so dang it. <laughs> that news spread quick, boy. I'd have walked up and pinched him. Uh, it's happened to the best of us, man. No, it hasn't. Uh, yeah, you're right. I've never burnt my nipples. Yeah, I was there. gonna say it has not. But I mean, look, we, I mean, we've all encountered some kind of some kind of nipple problems. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I've ever had nipple problems, but <laughs> I don't know. It happens to the best of us, bro. No, man, I'm glad you look like you had a blast. Yes, ho- sir. I was hoping by day two or three you were you were healed and in the clear of those nipples holding you back. Uh, but uh, but no, man, good to have a good time, man. Glad to have you back. Uh, and listen, shout out to him. Held it down, man. Continued uh, uh, with his job, even though he wasn't here. We still had a best of the week. I was so proud of you. Yeah. I was proud Hell, of we were getting text messages at 1 o'clock in the morning from uh, from Cabo talking about, man, that old 5 o'clock fire, man. Yeah, y'all, that was, was a good segment right there, boys. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, hey. We got hey, to pull the curtain. Not the curtain, but the carpet back a little bit. Oh, man. Did you, catch my man at, did you catch my man Friday? 
uh, early in early the Friday morning. Oh, Tyler was in a, I would just assume, drunk, happy, drunk stage in his uh, in his night because Tyler just hit us with him. God, I love you guys. <laughs> Hey, it was about 12. Damn, I forgot about that until you just said that. Uh, it was about 12, 25 in the morning, and that's all it was. <laughs> I, damn, I just love you guys. Oh, my God. And I'm thinking I to myself, man, he is somewhere reflecting, hammered. Yeah, man. Just hammered drunk in a corner somewhere reflecting. I'm staring out like, at that beach. Like, yeah, I think about you, you had all them all toes all in the sand. You could hear them waves hitting that, that beach. All I, all I can think is he's sitting back. Somewhere, I mean, lit up somewhere. I mean, three sheets, three sheets. Legs probably in the bed. Legs, yeah, somewhere. <laughs> she absolutely and, I, was. and I feel like he's, all of my mind, I'm thinking he's going through. He's going the Odyssey app and just going through. <laughs> You're the nailing last, it. The last year of shows. Oh, I remember that one. God, oh. I remember that one. God, I forgot. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot. I texted y'all. <laughs> And I didn't know what to say back. I was just dying. Dying laughing. I, I love you too, bud. I, I love yeah, you I too, think, man. I knew Clint was just going to let that ride fast. I'm said, known to get in my feels a let bit. I say that. I said, Ooh, Certain state man, of mind. Hey, I ain't no lie, man. I, I can get there. I can, I can oh, get well, good. I mean, if you're good, human and you got like a good the, heart, the hell, reflect, you could, yeah. The, the, reflecti- the reflective drunk. Oh, yeah, I can get there. You nailed it. I was listening back oh. on that Odyssey app, dude. <laughs> and I was just like, man. Hey, oh, was you listening he to the pulled, Odyssey look, up at 12.30 in the morning at Cabo? What the hell, man? Everybody had already gone to bed. He was like, I, I just ain't done yet. I'm not ready to go to bed yet. I won't put my toes. I'm, I'm enjoying. I'm going to tell you, I've been there, not necessarily sending out a love you text, but but I, I've I've been I've been in Cabo, toes in the sand, everybody trying to go to bed, and I'm like, nah, I, I'm, I'm just not ready. I'm not ready yet. I'm not, I, I got to sit here and soak up this sound and just and – just, uh, Maybe I should maybe I should use the term reflect. I was on that balcony, oh, man, just man. thinking. There it is. Yeah, man, it was about twelve o'clock. I just sent back, boy, Tyler, you feeling good, ain't you? That's all I sent back. I forgot. God, man, it's good to have you back, uh, though, man. All right, um, combine this weekend, a lot to get to, and uh, Clint, the, the quarterbacks for front and center, and obviously for the Texans who have the number two overall pick and twelve, that is that is big for you and the Texans. I want to know. Who stole the show? Who is it that came up? Because I think I think you could look at it for most of them, especially some of the ones at the top. I think Bryce weighed in and what he needed to weigh in uh, over 200 pounds. I think C.J. Stroud had a nice uh, performance. I think Anthony Richardson probably had the, the best uh, performance in terms of everything, the best week he could have. Will Levis there as well. Who do you stole the show? I don't think there's any doubt about it. I think it's C.J. Stroud. Really? Uh, you know, as it pertains to playing quarterback, as it pertains to this draft, and and look, I, I think the Georgia game was his best moment. As I, as you and I had a conversation right after the Georgia game in the college football playoffs, although he lost, it was one of those where you look at it and you go, boy, he really just separated himself from Anthony Richardson and Will Levis with with showing the ability in the biggest moments versus a great opponent the ability to play off script, off platform, and make monster plays, put his team on his back. Um, that's the, the the moment in, in C.J. Stroud's career at Ohio State where I, I could say I think he arrived. Now, unfortunately, it was also his last ball game because he came out early and went to the draft. Um, he, he's followed that up with absolutely stealing the show at the combine. Now, did he show us anything 
that we didn't already know? Absolutely not. I mean, he is the one guy that I, I felt like I knew that from the pocket, on time, in rhythm, it wasn't just going to be good. It was going to be effortless. It was going to be – I mean, because what he did, that's elite at the NFL level. Right? That That's not just – I mean, that's upper half of the league. When you talk about how effortless it was and – the build itself, and 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 he was he was once he got beyond the three step drop, he was really good with his feet. Um, boy, the the as much as I didn't like him getting up there beating his chest and complimenting himself and telling telling everybody how good he really is, there's no doubt about it. I mean, he his he can locate, he we can put talked, the ball on the money. We kind of talked about it, Clint, Friday. Um, this like the combine, this setting, the the routes, and and yeah. this is. Like this is built for him to excel. Yeah, you know well, I mean? it's 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 built. What? Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying like that well, that type of scenario. But, but is more, more times than not, show what happens is is it exposes guys, right? But when you get a guy that comes in there, and I'll say it like this: when you get a guy that is that understands throwing the football and being a good passer of the football is a is a full body action, and I'm talking about. If I'm throwing the speed cut out route to my left, which Will Levis missed five of six, I believe is what I counted. Um, I, I'm, that is your feet are the most important part of that throw. Not how strong your arm is. Uh, your feet are the most important part of that throw. Your where your left shoulder is in your drop is absolutely critical. In your drop, when you get to the top of your drop, there's no hitch. Put your big toe on the ground, and the ball's got to be up and in the air. It doesn't have to be hard. Doesn't have to be on a line. It's got to be up and in the air, laid on the sideline. And the only one that consistently, I say the only one, I'm talking about the top guys. There, there were some guys that are lesser talented that just simply can't play the game any other way than with their feet that, that did it well. But when you look at the top guys, you had two of them and Anthony Richardson and, and, and Anthony was better than I thought, but he still has some flaws. And Will Levis where it was get to the top of my drop and then all arm the thing to the sideline and hope it works out. Unbelievable arm talent, Anthony Richardson, so it works out more times than not, but it's still flawed. When you look at the way that C.J. Stroud did that, I think, I, I, I think it, he just, in a, in a big stage situation, showed that he's not just an accurate passer of the football, but I know when I'm throwing this speed cutout route, my feet got to be one, two, three, four, five, ball out. It can't be one, two, three, four. I can't drag my feet in my drops. I can't. You know that it's important, and he did it. He did it, rep after rep after rep with route after route after route. And a lot of these routes aren't in now. Ohio State's offense is is pretty pro style ish, but a lot of these a lot of these guys had never thrown these routes. But they should have worked for a month up to throwing these routes. It's clear C.J. Stroud did, and it was it was a th- it, it was beautiful. Not just the arm because he didn't overpower anything. He, he you if if you if you took the numbers off and the faces off of these guys. Names off the back of their jerseys. C.J. Stroud, in terms of power and arm, about average for the top guys that were out there. But when you look at it, was effortless. It was full body. It was, I mean, my man was on a mission. It kind was of beautiful. Joe Burrow like, right? Absolutely, then, man. He he is just as natural a passer as we as as you'll ever see at the combine. I mean, just when it comes to just, I mean. There is there there is a two inch push from the ground. He's generating power from the ground. You know, there's that that left elbow, that left arm. It isn't long and and out of whack, but it's there and it's part of the action. The rotation that's so popular right now that I think people people are over coaching. It's there, man. 
Uh, and then that snap release, that power snap release is there. Now, he he's he's special now, from the pocket, now, brother. Now let's let's see how 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 big of an evening or, or weekend it was for him. You seem to be most impressed by him. Now Bryce didn't throw, but to me Bryce weighed in at five ten and don't leave off that one eighth. Okay? Do that. He needs all of that. Uh, I see people just writing in five ten. You give him that one eighth, damn it. Five uh, ten plus. 204, everyone was hoping would he be at the 200-pound mark. Did C.J. Stroud, to you, make this thing a real conversation at the top? Like, did he did he have that type of weekend where folks are like, ooh, I don't know. Like, this thing ain't just Bryce at the top. Teams aren't just trading up to go get Bryce. Teams would be trading up to get him, too. For me, personally, No. For, I think that was a conversation before the combine ever happened. I, I think there are teams out there that are sold on on his bigger-bodied, more pocket stop, and, and it, rightfully so. Look, I mean, at the end of the day, Frank Reich should be sitting there licking his chops at, at nine. I mean, at, with, with Carolina Panthers. Josh McCown, I mean, I always got like, I mean, they, they ought to be sitting there licking their chops. And I'm not, maybe they move up to get him. I'm just saying, schematically, I, I think it matters. These guys are are, are, are they're all a lot different, um, and and in terms of of what C.J. Stroud, what kind of movement he made, I think he was. I, I think he was. I think if you'd have pulled the NFL thirty two teams, I, I think I think I think sixteen of them would have would have would have had C.J. Stroud as the first guy, anyway. And 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 I, I don't I don't think this weekend really changed mm. a whole lot. If I'm being completely honest, again, he, I think he brought it to the forefront. I think I think he just put a put another feather in his cap, if you will, where any teams that had a doubt of of what he was capable of doing, which I don't know why you would do that if you watch the film, but you could you could damn sure sit there and watch it in person at the combine. I I, I don't. For me, Bryce is still still your your number one. Um, I'm taking him, and I'm never looking in my review mirror. It, it, it's it's more than just what you can do from the pocket. I think Bryce would have had a very very similar. Um, combine had he had he thrown that that's his that's his deal man is 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 timing and anticipation and accuracy and I, I think he'd had a very similar similar outcome it's crazy I think all the top quarterbacks you can say can step away from the weekend and say all right I got accomplished what I needed to get accomplished you just talked about CJ Stroud I think Anthony Richardson did too I think Bryce Young got accomplished with the, the size and weight that he did I don't know about Will Levis I, I I don't know about Will Levis. He came in there talking about the cannon thing, talking about he wants to show off his arm. And I watched him, uh, and he was in the same group as as as, uh, as Stetson Bennett and, and, and some other guys, Max Duggan. And he didn't just stand out. And, it, 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 you know, you would think that with his arm and everything, it would be a clear difference. He didn't just stand out. And they were trying to. They were following every throw he, throw he made. I just don't think that he – like I'd say of all the quarterbacks, Will Levis is the one that didn't have a week that jumps him. I think I think potentially Anthony Richardson has passed him up in terms of the top four quarterbacks, and I think he may be the fourth one. He just – he was just meh to me out there. Nothing real impressive, just, you know, okay out there. I, I, I thought it was um... – I don't think it was a very good day. Now, I think I think a lot of it was hype driven. If I'm being completely honest. Oh, you think it's more than just that 
it, it was just okay. You thought he, you thought he had some. You thought it was a bad day for him. Well, no, I mean, I, yeah, I, I think I don't. Relatively speaking, to why 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 Anthony Richardson's out there doing what he's doing, and yeah, and Anthony, I, and I'll be honest, like Anthony Richardson and Will Levis have some very similar mechanical flaws. Like they, it, it, it's it's very similar. The difference is is Anthony Richardson has has three times the arm talent. So Anthony Richardson just gets away with with it more often because he's that much more talented of of a passer and that much bigger of a human being and that much stronger so he can get away with more. You look at what Will Levis did, I I think mechanically he's flawed. Um I I think I think he's going to he is going to struggle throwing the ball like with what CJ Stroud did that was so beautiful. He is going because of his mechanics, he is going to struggle to do those things, throw the football to the second level of the field with it to anticipation and and the over under throw, which is over linebackers, over corners, in front of safeties consistently. Like he is going to struggle with those. Um, and and we're talking about top ten draft picks. Uh, a mechanically flawed quarterback scares the hell out of me. A guy that's going to be limited because of his mechanics scares the hell out of me. Um, I, I thought his feet were lazy. I thought he drug his feet, which which basically just tells me, like again, like I was saying earlier, you, your mind should be, I'm throwing this route with my feet. I, I did, this this is all about my feet, and it never it never registered with that with the majority of those guys. And, and I I just think in order to be a top ten pick at the NFL level, you you've got to have a better understanding of those things. You you've got to have from a mechanic standpoint, man. You you got to have something. Um, that's going to allow you to make those those more difficult, technically more difficult throws, and and I just I wouldn't bank on it, man. Yeah, yeah. Will, yeah, Will's the one. Will's the one where of the top four guys, the hype is out of control with Will Levis. I will say that the hype is is what I think is doing him a disservice because you know that's just. I told you before. I think a lot of the hype was just driving the draft talk, the mock drafts, the 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 media coverage leading up to the draft. And I firmly believe that at this point in time, because boy, they they steadily pulled tooted his horn at that damn combine. And I'm thinking, it, y'all watching the same thing I'm watching? Yes, I love it. Fifty nine mm. fifty nine miles per 59 hour. Fifty nine mile there. That's what it is. All right, the votes are in. We got Clint's uh, rom com. He's got to watch on Friday. We'll tell you what that is and what you all have voted. And uh, we got an update on the most important athlete, I believe in the city of Houston. We'll discuss that next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back into the drive. The gang is all back as uh, Tyler has made his uh, his return from Cabo. So many people were asking about you, Tyler. They really were. Tan looks nice, Bob. I appreciate that. Now, were they asking about me or were they asking about my nipples? Both. I can't tell the tan, can you? You can't tell he's not like... I got a little like, bronze. I mean, pasty white. Like, no, that's... that's uh, I never, you know, and there's the thing is, I mean, he's I not never, looking like Ronaldo in there, but he's, but he's, uh, I a mean, few he, shades darker. He, he's got, uh, there's a little glow. There's definitely yeah. a little glow. Like for me, I never really caught the, like the, the paleness until he raised his shirt. Then, like his shirt was was like glue. No, there's a different, there's a different look a in his, in yeah, his face right now. Word for word. Face, yeah, no question about it. I'm glad, man. I'm glad you had. Had a good time. We'll get to uh, what you all voted for as uh, the next uh, the next rom com. Clint's got to watch on Friday. By the way, just wanted to let you all know. Um, it's according to Adam Spolane, who was on in the loop earlier. At um, uh, Jordan Alvarez uh, still isn't swinging a bat. We are on uh, Monday, four days ago. Uh, Thursday, uh, Dana Brown, the general manager, declared that he was pain free. No pain. Any old. Left hand. No pain. But yet still, we are rolling here Friday, and they're in the middle of a game against the Cardinals, and he still hasn't swung a bat. Have you seen him yet here today? Ooh. <laughs> so those of you who are, who've been rolling with me last week with the, hey, Dana Brown said he's going to be ready by opening day. Like, what else do you need from him? Let's just say, man, he ain't snuck into a cage yet and just swung the bat. Like, what is wrong with him? That's a bad situation. <laughs> Tell him, Dusty. What, what is what is wrong with him? As you said, Clint, we are now rolling on more than 15 days, I believe, of a sore hand. Yep. That we got no diagnosis on that they've said, or well, no, we don't know if he's not seeing a, a, a specialist because of HIPAA. But once again, here we go. Yeah, it's getting uh, it's getting dicey. It's here. getting dicey down the stretch here. I'm I'm really having to lean hard into Jordan Alvarez's words himself. Uh, I think he told Brian McTaggart. He said, "I this is not something that's going to impact me during the season." So I'm gonna lean heavy in that. But I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I, hell, I, it was late last week. I was I was starting to get to that concerned level. This is it's just to me. There's this isn't about a soreness. There's something more. Than just dealing with soreness, so yeah, it's it's a it's a tad bit concerning. Yeah, at this I can point. see Tyler is, is is losing his mind in here. Yeah, that's what y'all do. Um, uh, okay, all nervous. Okay, yeah, you're you're just comfortable too. Oh, I'm good. I listen. I, this is what I want to. I do want to ask you as a because this this is the one I don't think I get. Some listeners may not get. Maybe Tyler doesn't get, and, and maybe you can shed some light as a former athlete at the highest level. If he is pain free. Like, what would be the stop for five days of him not touching the bat? Like, if he's pain-free, like, is there is there rest, a little rest after the pain-free or fear? Like, why if he's pain-free and it's not anything alarming, as they said, and now he's pain-free, at what point 
would he touch the bat? Would he start performing? Is is that is there? I'm just trying to figure out what the hell would. Cause that's yeah, the part I can't, that don't I make can't, sense to me. Look, I got nothing for you, man. I, I can't. I can't. Uh, <laughs> oh, you don't. So there ain't I, yeah, I mean, if there's no, I don't understand why. You know, if if he's pain free and and it, we're, I mean, we're ten days into pain free. We're almost two weeks into the the little hiccup there with the hand soreness. Um, I, I have, and other than just being patient, and other than it's a long spring training, and and they want to get. There's no sense in pushing him right this minute. They they have. I, I don't know. I have, I have no idea. Um. What the thought what, what the thought thought process is with Jordan? I I, I know I'd like to see him back uh, at least read read that he's taking some cuts somewhere. Yeah, that that's like just no, nah, ain't swinging yet, but he's good, folks. Hundred percent pain free. So hopefully, like now I'm like I'm I'm so invested. I'm just following this repeatedly, like everybody who covers the Astros. Uh, he's in the cage swinging. That, that's what I'm. That, that's where I'm. I'm down to trying to figure this thing out because this is this is just odd. Pain-free, four days, not swinging a bat. So we'll keep you updated on that because, as someone said, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if, he, if he'll be ready for opening today. I think he will be, but it feels like he's going to be in a damn slump. Well, let's, yeah, let, let me let, but let, let's get over to the ones that that really matter here. Show I'm I'm reading the Astros notes from from uh, the game notes today, but the the notes are about yesterday's game and a little pregame and today. Force Whitley. Force Whitley. Two scoreless frames yesterday. Two scoreless frames yesterday. Good for Force. Great for Force, man. He's popping. That's Good right. Hey, hey, he's easing towards. He's at least swelling at this point. He's getting easy, ready to pop. Yeah, maybe. Slowly but surely. I think I think he might be the opening day starter for Sugar Land. Let o, hey, for Sugar Land. <laughs> I think he might. Hey, I think let, he might let, be Cowboys. Let, let, old force, Cowboys. Let, let old Force go out there and, and give up a couple home runs in two innings. Oh, show, show, show lead with it. I won't. But old, for, old Force you. comes out there, two scoreless frames. You don't even want to talk about I won't, it. You turn I your won't, nose up. I won't it. Lead, it, lead with it unless you bring it up. <laughs> he's about to he's about, he's about tell Terrible constellation. No, field hey, don't worry up. out there, y'all. I'll, I'll keep you posted on Force Whitley. Now. Okay, yeah, yeah. You keep them posted, baby. Go there. We go, Force, uh, Force, Big Force Whitley. Good for you, man. Two scoreless. There you go. Two scoreless. Man. All right, uh, rom com Fridays, Tyler. You missed it. He, hey, he gave it. Uh, what'd you give it? Four stars. He gave four the, solid stars. The proposal too. four stars. He really enjoyed it. Yeah, I was happy to hear that, man. That yeah. uh, I, I was, I was very pleased to hear that you were pleased with such a great film. Well, I was. It was a major upgrade from Fifty First Dates, first and foremost. I mean, from from top to bottom, major upgrade. Um, I feel like I got a little aggressive with with Fifty uh, First Dates. Do you want to give me an opportunity to move that star rating down at this I've point? I've tried to. I've tried to. This I, is the last time. The last time. Okay. After this, no, I'm saying the last time. After this, I'm not going to let you. High two star. Okay, two star. High two Set star. From a low three to a high two star. It just wasn't, that wasn't the movie, man. That, I mean, it was a good show. Uh, Adam Sandler was all right. Um, Drew was really good. I mean, but it wasn't like, that's kind of a, you know, let's let's watch that movie when the kiddos are all jumping around and there's a lot of distractions. And when you, when you look at the proposal, that was a good movie. I don't care if it's a rom-com. I don't care. That was a good movie. Was I right in my thinking that you appreciate Ryan Reynolds' humor a bit oh, more yeah. than Very Adam Sandler? So. You don't yeah. like the childish humor. Very much so. That Yes, you're, that's exactly. It was such a higher quality movie for me. Um, got a four star. Got got a, a, a four star. And I'm solid. And I'm, I'm not moving off that four star of the proposal. No All question. Right, so now we, we've got it. Two star. 
for uh, I think you should keep notes of this, Tyler. Two star for 50, 51st dates. Yep. Four stars for the proposal. Well, yep. the next one here, uh, the wood came in uh, at the, in the back end uh, with twenty three percent. The breakup twenty seven point six percent, and then how to lose a guy in ten days forty nine percent. That is what you'll be watching Friday. We expect a full report on how to lose a guy in 10 days. Matthew McConaughey. Who else is in it? Kate Hudson is in that puppy. Uh, as I said before, I like as both well. of them, man. She's on J.J. Watt's list, isn't she? What is, I don't know what Which that means. What does that mean? I'm trying to get. Like, like J.J. and her were in a relationship oh, for a bit. Her. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Bang is what I was insinuating, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Allegedly. I'll keep that out there. Allegedly. <laughs> you need to do a poll. Does J.J. look like a banger? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you don't get through double teams the way he does without a little aggressiveness. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Kate's a looker He clocks now. in and goes I, to work. I know, I know A-Rod was in that, too. A-Rod was what? He, he, he took a stop on Kate Hudson. That's true. On the Kate Hudson Valley. Yeah, how to lose a guy? I got. Hey, I got. I got to. I, I think I got to rewatch that one. It's been. It's been. 10, What's the 10, gist? 12 years. What's the gist, Tyler? Without giving it away, I need a little. Uh, need can a little, you do this one? Yeah, I can. So recap. Um, real quick, the gist is a man and a woman are set up by their friends to be together, um, and a bet. And there's a bet on the line with this relationship. So it's a fictional relationship going in that possibly becomes... That make that adds a potential to Bloss. Yes. See where it goes. See where it takes them. Yeah. So it starts out as like a, a meaningless relationship, and it almost develops possibly into a real relationship. Okay. I gotta re... I, gotta, I think I gotta rewatch this thing before we get to Friday. I gotta refresh my mind. And I haven't seen that in 10, 15 years. Alright, coming up, somebody who I know who's seen it, John Harris. He's gonna join us coming up next. He was at the Combine. We gotta get his thoughts on what he saw, especially from the quarterbacks and other players that could be could be in the line of thinking for the Texans. We'll discuss that coming up next on The Drive. John Harris, who watched him with his own beautiful eyes. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, The Drive is back, and uh, we got we got to go to our guy, John Harris. You listen to him uh, about every night here on uh, Texans All Access. Obviously, he is a, a major part of the broadcast as the sideline reporter for the Houston Texans. And if you want to find one of the best draft sites out there, go to footballtakeover.com. You can look at the Harris uh, 100. I'm wondering if the Harris 100 has changed at all after the combine, especially looking at these quarterbacks. That's what I want to focus on first, John. Did anything we see uh, this weekend, anything you saw this weekend, change your mind or change your feeling or thought process about any of these quarterbacks? Show, I know this isn't sexy, but no, absolutely not. Really? We, we knew Bryce Young was short. We knew that uh, Anthony Richardson was a physical freakazoid. Uh, we knew Will Levis had accuracy, like ball placement issues. We knew that. Um, I, you know, C.J. Stroud, I think. You know, at that his press conference was kind of like, man, he showed a little bit of fire in that press conference, which he seems so icy cool all the time. So that was really kind of the only thing I kind of took out of it. But going into the um, combine, I had Young three overall. I had Stroud four overall. Uh, I had Richardson, I think, in the low teens, 17, 18. I had Levis beyond him, and I had Hendon Hooker at five, and I wouldn't, cha I really wouldn't change anything because, you know, the one thing, and 
I've sort of learned this, I guess, over the years and talked to a lot of people about this. Like, you know, when when a coach leaves a place, if he's got, um, you know, like uh, he's got an offset language in his contract, you know, he can't double dip. Well, you don't want to kind of draft double dip. You don't want to go into the combine thinking Anthony Richardson was a freakazoid and then, oh, my God, he's a freakazoid. Look, and you're like, no, you already knew that. So you can't give him double credit for that in some sense. And so that's what he is. I mean, we knew he was athletically gifted. I mean, we knew he was a big, strong hoss, and we know he can throw, you know, throw a ball 65, 70 yards with ease. We just were able to quantify uh, the level of freak that he is. And I already had him number three. Um, and I think the one thing with Richardson that I look at is just I, – and I, I know there are a lot of factors that go with this. But I just want to see development week after week after week in a, in a positive direction. And I think he would take two steps forward. You know, he was great against Utah. It was incredible. I mean, he made game-winning plays. He made game-breaking plays. The next week against Kentucky, he, he looked like he was maybe the 12th or 13th best quarterback in the SEC. Then he played, you know, Tennessee, and he made plays that no other quarterback in this draft could make. But then he went to Vanderbilt, and he just peed down his leg most of the game. And it's like, okay, well, which guy are we going to get? So I think that's the trouble that I have. Where does he kind of fit in that? But, yeah, his physical tools are off the chart. We've been talking about that. I know Clint's been talking about that because heard, I've heard him talk about his tools, and there's no doubt. It's just a matter of how do you deploy those tools on a consistent basis, and that I think is what you know everybody should struggle with with him. And it's a forecasting business, and so how do you forecast it going forward? So – but for me going in, I mean, I'm not, I'm not moving any quarterbacks. I, in fact, this this combine, I felt good about just from the standpoint of I had guys slotted for the reasons that we saw at the combine. This guy probably not as high because he's not as fast. He's not as big. He's not as strong. This guy I have a rated a little bit higher because his on fl- on field play matched the physical traits and the physical elite things that we needed to see at the combine. So I felt pretty good. So. I'll have a few changes, there's no doubt, but it won't be a ton of changes, especially at the quarterback spots. I, I think, Johnny, I, I think for the quarterbacks, the top the top four guys, let's say top three with Bryce not throwing, I mean, it, I think it was a great combine for, for validation. I think what yes. we saw from C.J. Stroud, it was great because C.J. Stroud brought it right back to the forefront. And, and on all of our minds right now, there ain't no doubt that it, from a pro-style perspective, throwing that route tree on time, layering the oh, football. Yeah. I mean, it was – I mean, he has a, a a depth to play in the position. Yes. Like, understanding – I got to throw this football with my feet. Not about my arms, not about my, like, front shoulder placement and feet. Like, he's got that, and he displayed – it was on full display where there weren't pads and helmets where you couldn't see exactly where his eyes were, his shoulders were. Or, you know, there wasn't a defense moving – like he's got, he's special from that perspective. But, yes. but, and Anthony Richardson, like you said, we knew he was a freak. And I, I think Will Levis just validated what I'm, I've said from jump. I think the hype is way out of control with him. But I, I think one thing, and I, I wonder, I wonder if you agree with this or, or not. It, it, I think the unique thing about those top four quarterbacks is that they're all different. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's like, you could sit there, and I don't know. We, unfortunately, we don't get the luxury to do this, but you could sit there and go, I want to take Bryce Young and put him with this coordinator. I want to take CJ and put him with Frank Reich. I want to put Anthony Richardson with Shane Steichen. I want to put Will. You know, you could do, and that would be. It's a fun game to play based off of their skill set because they're all so different. You know, Clint, you bring up a great point about the word that everybody should, you know, think about in some sense, and that's fit. 
And I think the guys that we have seen over the years that you go, that guy's an, a bona fide super – like you know that guy's going to be a stud. And it doesn't matter what offense you put him in. I think these guys, you can see a pretty high ceiling, as you said, Clint, with particular offensive coordinators and play callers. And it gets, it gets kind of exciting. Now, could you see a guy in a, in a couple of things? Yeah. Could you see Bryce in some different ones? Yeah, sure. Um, I think Anthony Richardson, to start, probably needs, probably needs a Shane Steichen to understand how to maximize his legs without getting him absolutely decapitated uh, every single every single down. But I've said this for guys like Richardson, Lamar Jackson. It's funny, Mark and I were just talking about it today at the stadium about we went back and we looked at some of the reports I had for 2018. And one of the things I said about both Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson that year was being able to run isn't going to immediately help them as a passer. But what it does is it can build confidence it can give them opportunities for more sets of downs because they've picked up a first down with their legs. And we're kind of seeing that come to fruition with Justin Fields. But we saw it with Lamar, and we saw it with, uh, with Josh Allen as well. I think you could see that with Anthony Richardson. So it's, you know, we live in this world of, well, we want to see what they do today. And it's like, wait a second, with, with all these guys – you're going to need a little bit of time to be able to see them at their max. I mean, look, we thought Trevor Lawrence was – I mean, I did. I thought Trevor Lawrence was, uh, you know, next level. I mean, he was everything we wanted a quarterback, and it obviously had to deal with Urban Meyer, so that's a little different story. But he got through that, and then even about halfway through this year, it really wasn't clicking. And we talked to Frank Frangie, at the, who's a playboy play voice of the Jaguars, and he made an interesting point. He said – they had a game against, I can't remember who he said it was, and he threw a pick in the back of the end zone because he threw the wrong guy. He tried to do too much. And he said after that, the light went off for Trevor. He started doing what he was coached, and all of a sudden he became the Trevor Lawrence we saw over the last half of the year. And I think that's the biggest thing about these four guys in particular. The interview, uh, what we heard about Anthony Richardson was his interviews went great. So it sounds like Will Levis, you know, Richardson, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, they're all coachable kids, too, coachable young men. And I think that's massively important for these guys because they do, as you said, Clint, I think they do fit a particular system best. And then when they master that, having learned it, I think you're going to see some pretty high ceilings. I just don't want to see one of these guys end up in the wrong spot. Like, God dang it, I wish he would have gone elsewhere. And we've seen that way too often with quarterbacks. So hopefully each one can find the right fit, and hopefully we end up finding the right guy to fit a quarterback, whether it's those four Somebody else at that point. John, this is probably more of a question, a conversation for a podcast. We could go on for days about it. But why do you think it is that that we see that? We can look right here in, in Houston with Deshaun Watson and Bill O'Brien. And, and while they had some success and Deshaun obviously on field was was special at times, that was never that was never an ideal fit. If you just look at at skill sets and what they did well in college and what they needed at the pro level, why why do you think it is that we see that so often we see teams say, screw it, man, that's the guy, I want to take him. And we all know it's not a it's not an ideal fit. Whether the kid needs to sit or it's about using his skill set to make the game more vanilla or why why do you, it's such a I don't know, it's such a big business you would think that'd be taken into consideration more. You're exactly right. And it makes <laughs> I wish you could see my face because I'm grinning ear to ear because how many times have we seen a head coach wants one guy, and a GM wants another. Mm. And a GM wants this guy, and the head coach wants another. And it just sometimes doesn't work work out the way that, that you think it's going to. 
and maybe you feel like, hey, um, we want to go get a quarterback. But then all of a sudden, before you were able to make that trade or get that trade, there's only one left. And it's like, man, we better jump on this dude now. Or we're not going to get one. And I think 2017 was a great example of that because after, after Deshaun, uh, I don't remember who the next quarterback was. And so it was, well, we better get one, and then we got to figure it out. But I think the biggest thing with that, Clint, a lot of times, and it doesn't happen all the time, but I think about Mitchell Trubisky in Chicago. That was a pick that Ryan Pace wanted dearly. Ryan Pace fell in love with Mitchell Trubisky. And John Fox and the coaching staff apparently did love him. And it ended up with John Fox moving on out. Matt Nagy came in. Now Nagy didn't draft him, but Ryan Pace is all about it. I mean, so I think that's a large part of it is that sometimes GM and head coach are looking at different guys and don't see how it's going to fit. Or you just end up with the last guy. I mean, we go to the grocery store all the time. It's like, man, that's the only drink you have left is that. All right. I don't really like it, but I got to have one. So I'm going to go get it. And I think that happens. I mean, in the, in the real football world, too, there's only one left. Well, we got to get one, so let's go get that guy, even if he doesn't fit. Now, if you're a good coaching staff, you do what Baltimore did. Lamar Jackson's on that board. You're not going to let him go. You take him as the last pick, and then what they do, they brought in Greg Roman, and then they tailored that offense around what Lamar was able to do. Um, and so I think that's where, to me, good personnel and good coaching meet together and say, he was the last guy left. We got to make this work. How do we make it work? And I think that's that's something that just never came to fruition here during you know, Deshaun's years, all those years. But hopefully it will now with the new staff with D'Amico and Bobby Slowick. All right. Uh, listen, we uh, we always enjoy uh, chopping it up with you, especially at the Combine and you being down there and seeing all these guys. Uh, you always give us great work. We'll be listening to you guys after uh, after we get off the air on Texas All, all Access and be uh, checking out that Harris 100. Appreciate you joining us, John. Yeah, absolutely, boys. Appreciate it. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. All right, that's John Harris. You can catch him following us, Texans All Access uh, there. Uh, I, I'm interested. I, I That was interesting in, in to see, and I wonder how many draft people feel the same way, that their board wasn't really moved, wasn't really changed. But initially, he had, more like you, he had Richardson above Levis to begin with. Hell, yeah. it sounds like he may have Hendon Hooker. Above Levis. I tell you, I wanted to ask him. I know we're at, we run out of time, but Dorian Thompson Robinson. That, that, oh, yeah, you uh, did like him. I, I, like, I liked him, man. I, I liked him a lot. And the ability to move and run a little bit, um, you know, that that's uh, a <clears throat> that, that, to me, that's kind of the quarterback sleeper um, out of the, out of this draft, uh, um, or at least out of the combine. But, um, yeah, man, good stuff, as as always, from uh, from John Harris. All right, coming up, uh, big, big, uh, big decision made one of the free agent quarterbacks uh, in the NFL uh, potentially made his team a first place potential team and wait till you hear the money he got. This is what the going rate for quarterbacks is right now. We'll let you hear that coming up next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.